to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I'm your host, Dr. P, joining you here each and every day. And I'm not alone. I'm here with Mr. Benny Mathers. Hello, Mr. B. How are you? I'm well. Thank you so much. And what are you up to? Just uh, hanging out, making sure we are got a show going here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we'll make sure we have that show going as well. We actually do have a show going. We have a fabulous show. Uh, Martha, Dr. Market, Martha Beck is going to be joining us here on the show today. We're going to be talking about fibromyalgia and everything that we need to know about it. More importantly, we have Sue Storm, the angel lady, coming on at the 11 o'clock. What do you think? I'm excited as always. Well, uh, part of the conversation is how do we get better uh, in our lives? What is fibromyalgia all about? And what should we know? We're going to hear incredible stories because I've just passed my guest's number on to Mr. Benny. <laughs> Hot off the press. I love how we have to, you know, kind of change things up in between. Uh, so, Mr. Benny? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. What's up? Um. The Blue Angels are pretty much clogging everything up right now? Uh, at the moment, they've closed down I-90 Floating Bridge, and uh, the practice sessions should uh, be beginning any moment here. So if you're out there and around I-90, the Floating Bridge, and uh, you'll probably be able to see a good view of the Blue Angels. Yeah, actually, if you're out there, you're going to be sitting on that bridge for a bit. And that actually happened to me a couple years ago. I don't know if you knew that or not. I got kind of stuck out there, everybody. But, you know, let me tell you about my, my, my guest. I'm very excited. Dr. Martha Beck is joining me here today, and I just want you to know a little bit about who she is. Um, somebody that I, I love how we get connected with people that are on an incredible journey. She is a best-selling author, renowned life coach, and 30-year fibromyalgia patient. 30-year fibromyalgia patient. What does that mean? That probably means that she has been on this healing journey even before fibromyalgia perhaps even had the name it does. Martha Beck is joining us here today. She's also hosting a free seminar in Seattle on August 12th to show community members with fibromyalgia different ways to cope with a very painful disorder. Uh, you're going to hear some tips today. And she's joining me on the show because we're going to be talking about what it means to get to know fibromyalgia, fibro as a lot of people are calling it, and then also what her story has been, 12 years and much more of searching uh, before she was formally diagnosed with a chronic pain disorder at age 31, and also living with this for so many years with so few answers and so that's the conversation that we're we're having today you know what is it that we can learn about this and more importantly what is it really what is this amazing woman learned along the way and how is it she's able to live a vitalistic life a life full of of as we say living life full out even with fibromyalgia and so when we take a look at our lives and we're looking for some answers, 
I think a lot of times it is so wonderful that we can turn to people that have actually been through probably some of the most horrific healing journeys that you can imagine. Especially if you're told there is no cure and actually there's nothing really wrong with you. And then to figure out at some level to have this freeing moment where the truth actually emerges. So joining me today is Dr. Martha Beck. Getting to know Fibro, renowned author, life coach, national spokesperson, Dr. Beck is committed to helping all of us all over the globe understand what this means to know Fibro. And more importantly, what can we do about it? Thank you, Dr. Beck. Welcome to the show. It's really great to have you on board. Thank you. It's great to be here. So I was telling everyone a little bit about your journey, and I made the comment that, you know, you're somebody that has been on this journey even before perhaps we had a name for what was going on in your body. Yeah. And, yeah, I wanted to ask you what it was like. What were some of the challenges, the potholes, the roadblocks that you ran into early on with this? Um, the biggest thing is just the uncertainty and the fear. I mean, you have the mm. physical symptoms which are awful, you know, the chronic pain, um, sleeplessness, feeling like sleep isn't restful, so you just get completely exhausted, your brain fogs over, and then there's this severe chronic pain, but not knowing what's causing it and having people tell you over and over again, doctors say, well, there's nothing wrong with you, um, and the, the self-recrimination that goes on. The denial of your own physical reality, I mean, it really is a challenging, challenging condition on all fronts until you get the diagnosis. Mm. So did people around you think that you were kind of like uh, out of your mind, a hypochondriac? Oh, absolutely. They mm. just told me, you know, you have a low pain threshold, you're, not, you're, you're a whiner, you're lazy, which was ironic to me because I was... Uh, and intense overachiever you know i was when i got sick i was running a hundred miles a week i was doing marathons i was going to harvard i was not um accustomed to giving up or to being even showing weakness so to be in so much pain that i simply could not function was almost unbearable what do you think has been the greatest mystery for the medical profession around this just that it doesn't show up as something big and physical that you can look at. They're now able to look at it more. They look at the brains of people with fibromyalgia and find that the brain is functioning differently. But the, the actual pain manifests itself in the muscles and joints. So people would go and say, you know, my leg is killing me, and the doctor would look at it and say, there's nothing wrong with your leg. What they didn't know was that there was something going on in the brain that was different. But until very recently, technology didn't allow us to look at the brain, so people um, scoffed at fibromyalgia the way they scoffed at germ theory when Louis Pasteur said there are these little in invisible things that make us sick. Everyone laughed at him. Uh, but now we can see that there are differences, so we're gaining a little bit more respect. Mm. Uh, let's start with a conversation about what fibromyalgia is, if we can, mm -hmm. uh, because I don't think many people know. I think I think all of us these days have sort of figured out that fibromyalgia does exist, mm -hmm. but there are very few people that truly, truly, truly know what it is. And I would love to hear what you've discovered and what this what this journey of definition has been like. Yeah, mainly it's 
just they still don't know exactly, exactly, exactly what it is. Um, mm-hmm. It's a complex of symptoms, and there are they just established a new list of diagnostic criteria, and they have 41 different symptoms that are characteristic of fibromyalgia. I just saw the list, and I was like, wow, I didn't know my dry eyes were symptomatic of fibromyalgia, but they are. There are all kinds of things that affect the organs as well as the muscles and your mood state and your cognitive state and everything. So um, we're not really, really able to say, oh, well, it's it's an inadequate supply of this particular hormone or something. It's still just a complex of symptoms. We're sort of homing in on what's going on. There's something about the neurological system that's different. But if you've got it, what you have is a cluster of really frustrating symptoms. And to be able to put a name on that and to start treating it, working with your doctor to treat it in a way that works is the beginning of freedom. As soon as you see that you're responding to certain types of treatment and that, yep, you really do fit a certain cluster of symptoms, not others, you know you're not making it up. You know you don't have something random. You know it's not another misdiagnosis. And that is your first step, step out of the woods. So one of the things that I want to do on this show today is I want to open up the phone lines for those of you out there that want to get some additional information or want to ask uh, my very special guest uh, on the show today uh, a, a question. So, you know, we're talking with uh, Dr. Martha Beck, and one of the things that I want everybody listening to the show to know is this is a time and an opportunity for you to ask somebody that has had fibromyalgia for almost 30 years and now has become a spokesperson, a teacher, and much more. And so this is an enormous opportunity for those of you out there to give us a shout and get your questions on the table. And I want to make sure you know that we are making that available to you throughout the show today. Our toll-free number on the Dr. Pat Show is 1-800-930-2819. That's our toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. Give us a shout. Valerie will pick up the phone. We'll get your questions in the queue and much more. Uh, you know, Dr. Beck, one of the things that I think many people struggle with is this idea of having people tell you you're psychologically unfit. Right. Uh, and then to have the courage to battle back. That's what you did. But most people just really don't have that, especially with not the, with not having the support. What was it about you that caused you to just say, uh-oh, you know what, this is not really in my head? But you know what, I, I tried to give up. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> uncle, I, I give up, and then it just wouldn't go away, and I wasn't dead, although it, the pain is so severe and the symptoms are so awful, there are many times, I will say it frankly, that you expect to die and even wish you could die, but I just you know, I'd wake up the next morning, and there I still was in a body that was still hurting. But I was also getting trained to do um, observation and sort of analysis of data. I was getting my doctorate in sociology at Harvard at the time. And um, I started to treat myself as my own research project. So I started to keep very careful notes on what my pain levels were and what I was doing that day and what I ate and what my exercise level was and how much I slept. And it took years, but over time I realized that there were certain steps I could take that helped. And when I found a doctor who could give me the correct diagnosis, because I so I studied myself almost like a lab rat, I was able to say immediately, those are my symptoms, I have a record of it. So that's one of the coping tips that I suggest people start with, is immediately start 
observing and noting data about your own physical situation. Start researching it. Knowledge is power. Well, one of the things we're going to talk about when we come back from break is what it's like to live with fibromyalgia. We're going to learn some techniques throughout the show. Uh, and we're going to understand what the ratio of this is. Is it true that women, more than men, come down with this? And what do we know about that? Joining me today is a national spokesperson, renowned coach, uh, Dr. Martha Beck. And remember, we've got that toll-free number open for you to call in questions, comments, and get some answers. 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Hi, I'm Chuck Norris. And no, not that Chuck Norris. About a year ago, I got on the Take Shape for Life program, and I've lost 170 pounds. When I got on the Take Shape for Life program, I just set myself a goal. I decided I was going to go skydiving, but weighing 355 pounds, it was never an option. I hit 185 pounds and decided to take the leap. Lose the weight and live life on your terms. To learn more, visit simpletolose.com. Results will vary. Consult a physician before beginning weight loss program. Call or go online for complete program and discount details. Are you in constant pain and tired of taking pain pills? At Holistic Medical Center, our physicians listen, examine, and find the root cause of your pain. Comprehensive, non-invasive, scientific, and energy-based natural therapies do exist to treat your pain and its root cause. Contact Holistic Medical Center to transform your life. Call 425-451-0404 or on the web at drdarvish.com. That's D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S. E-Cloth, the only cleaning solution you'll ever need. E-Cloth's fiber function does the cleaning, not a chemical reaction. Also, no paper towels or chemicals to buy, so you'll save lots of money. And E-Cloths are guaranteed to thoroughly clean for years. The whole time safer for you, your family, the environment, and saving you lots of money. As a Dr. Pat Show listener, get 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to ecloth.com, and when checking out, enter Dr. Dr. Pat, you'll never go back to cleaning any other way. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Did you know that children should not carry more than 10 to 15 percent of their body weight in backpacks? This is Dr. Bonnie Verhunts to share some information about backpack safety. The longer a child wears a heavy backpack incorrectly, the longer it takes for a curvature or deformity of the spine to correct itself. That's why it's important that children who are carrying heavy backpacks throughout the year are under regular chiropractic care. They will be better able to deal with the physical stressors being put on their small bodies, and they will be able to enjoy the healthy benefits of a properly functioning nervous system. For more information on backpack safety and how to keep your child healthy throughout the school year, visit vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521. And be sure to listen to me, Dr. Bonnie Verhunts, on the Dr. Pat Show the second Tuesday at 10 o'clock of every month. everyone welcome back to the dr pat show this is talk radio to thrive by and for more information about us 
check us out, www.thedrpatshow.com. Sign up for the newsletter. You can also get there by going to drpatlive.com. Um, and most of you that are on the newsletter, you know that um, today's show is very special in a lot of ways. Uh, we get to have a conversation with uh, Dr. Martha Beck, who not only has become uh, renowned for becoming spokesperson in the No Fibro Education Initiative, but more importantly, she's someone that has battled the journey, uh, understand what the the individual uh, battle wounds are all about, how to work through this, and how to live vibrantly. And that's not a conversation that many of us could have up until recently, who understand what it's like to have some kind of diagnosis be put in some bucket that millions of people are being put in, not really understanding where it came from and getting very little information about what you can do about it. Well, I want to tell you that Dr. Beck is changing all of that. And so for those of you that are in the Seattle area, and you'll be able to find out where else um, she is going to be speaking, but for those of you... like a little technical glitch that happens every once in a while, but I want to mention to everyone that uh, August 12th, 6.30 p.m., West Seattle, make sure you make a note, but I want to also give everybody the website, because there's a ton of information uh, that is not readily available if you don't know where to go. So go to www.nofibro.com, that's K-N-O-W, fibro.com. And believe me, you're going to be able to get information. Uh, uh, there's a guide. There is a download that you could take, that you could have. You're going to be able to learn more about Martha and her journey. And you're going to learn some basics and much more about fibromyalgia. Uh, Dr. Beck, thank you so much for joining us here today. Uh, and I, I want to just ask you, at the events that you're doing across the country, mm-hmm. I, I have to ask you a question. First of all, tell people what they're going to expect but i'm so interested in what you've been able to hear the stories that you've been able to hear from people that have have shown up and have shared what their experience has been like right um first of all if you come to the seminars it's uh they're delivered by me and by dr lynn matayana who is the president and founder of the national fibromyalgia association and uh, so you'll get the latest up-to-date information on what's been 
happening with research and treatment, and then you'll get some tips on coping and managing and so on from both of us. And um, we have had a lot of people who've come with fascinating stories. And, and if you want to, and I, we really encourage people to do this, your story could be recorded and added to the stories on the No Fibro website because, as I said, each case is different. Even though there are some commonalities, there's, uh, there's also this baffling range of differences. So it's really helpful for us to hear other stories. And we've heard people, for example, people who are diagnosed with, there's a whole category who are diagnosed with disease, you know, Lyme disease or Epstein-Barr or different kinds of chronic fatigue. And they, they talk about the treatment regimens they went through that did almost no, no good at all. You can hear about people who got wrong diagnoses and then people who have figured out things that really work well for them. Um, like someone was saying yesterday, her doctor decided to test her for food allergies and drop out all these foods and add them one at a time, and she has had tremendous results from that. For me, it didn't do much. So you can see this whole range of, of approaches and hear other people's stories and realize, wow, there's a huge range of stuff going on here, but there are also ways that we're systematically chipping away and finding a way to make symptoms diminish or disappear. And this is really the journey for people because, you know, it's one thing for many people to say, oh, I don't feel well, and the family to hear that over and over again. Misdiagnosis also takes you down the path of what a more complicated recovery Mm -hmm. in that, you know, you mentioned just a few things that people have been diagnosed with, everything from lupus to MS to rheumatoid arthritis. And as a matter of fact, someone shared with me the other day that rheumatoid arthritis seems to be the big bucket. That's... Mm. (laughs) That that seems to be the biggest bucket to put people in. And I said to them, why? They said, because there are more pharmaceuticals to address Mm. it than there are. And I thought, wow, that's true, because I just saw like a commercial about some home injection or something for rheumatoid arthritis now. And so for you and for the people listening to the show, where does one start? Where does one start the journey? You absolutely start with yourself and learning to trust yourself. It's a little bit like that story where the guy drops his key and he's looking for this key under the street light and a cop stops to help him and he says, did you drop it here? And he said, no, I dropped it in that alley, but it, there's more light over here, so I thought I'd look here. But doctors tend to look in the places where there's already been a lot of research and a lot of medication developed, right, like rheumatoid arthritis. So you can spend years and years looking around there and not start with the real object of the, of the whole search, which is your own body. So for me, learning to be in my own body and trust my own instincts, you know, to say when I was on a medication that some doctor prescribed, and I just knew it wasn't working. It took me many years. It took me growing up, basically, to say, I know my body better than any doctor can know it, and I don't think they really understand fully what's going on. And it was a huge thing for me when a doctor finally said, guess what, I don't know much about what's going on with you, but we're going to work it. And that's the approach where you respect your body, you respect the patient, and you come from a place of self-trust. That's when you start to get better in my experience. One of the things you talk about in the book is also, you know, you talk about cognitive behavior theory, physical activity, and, and emotional emotional uh, response. And I wanted to talk with you a little bit about this because, um, you know, there, some of the things that we've learned about fibromyalgia uh, are incorrect. And you actually address the myths around this in the book. Mm-hmm. 
And I think it's worth taking a moment to kind of go through some of these, uh, you know, to, to set the record straight, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and it's, you know, I made a comment earlier before that, uh, you know, fibromyalgia is, uh, you know, a, a, a predominantly uh, a female or, or disease that shows up in women, but I, I didn't say it excluded men. So can you please take a few moments to set the record straight on some of these points? Sure. I don't know exactly which ones and which order you want, so just holler out if you need any, if you okay. want something addressed. First okay. of all, to the gender specificity, um, it is true that more women than men seem to be affected by fibromyalgia and that gender-related hormones do seem to play a role. For me, for example, when I was pregnant, uh, it went absolutely ballistic. It, ju- it literally nearly killed me. Where for other women, it seems to get better during pregnancy. Um, men don't have those fluctuations, but they absolutely can get fibromyalgia and do. Um, John F. Kennedy had fibromyalgia. They had to outfit Air Force One so that he could lie down. He had shots in his back all the time. He was in pain a lot. But for a man to say that is even harder in our culture than for a woman to admit it. So we, we fear that a lot of men are underreporting their symptoms, but absolutely it, it, it hits men, women, and children. So let's talk about activity. I think this is one of the greatest myths that we have and uh, around fibromyalgia, but also around other things, uh, other illnesses that, you know, I previously mentioned. What is the truth about activity? Well, the weird thing with fibromyalgia is that it hurts to move. It hurts a lot. And the no body, kid, yeah. the whole body brain says, move away from pain. Don't do it. Don't move. If, if you're in pain, don't do it. And what happens is that you get, with inactivity, you get weakness, you get depression. And in the case of fibromyalgia, it actually can make things worse. So then people think, and people are accused of being lazy because they're not moving enough. So sometimes you'll have a good day and get up and push yourself too far. That's very typical also of people with fibromyalgia. And then it gets even worse. So you think, oh, I can't exercise anymore. The truth is that exercise is as close as we have to a silver bullet with uh, fibromyalgia and that if you start very gradually and start specifically building strength, you will begin to see in many cases a lessening of the symptoms. Now, there's a really strong caveat on that and that is that if exercise is not followed by sleep, you'll get worse symptoms and that's, that's true of anyone and fibromyalgia patients often do not sleep deeply so that balance of exercise and sleep is what we need and if you if you're exercising and you can't get better have a sleep study done those are two sides of the same coin and they need to go both of them need to increase in the life of someone with fibromyalgia and let's talk about sleep uh for the moment Uh, you know when we come back i want to talk with you about the pain and poor sleep, the vicious cycle of it, and how some people are diagnosed with sleep apnea as opposed to something like fibromyalgia. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Pacho. Did you know Greek oats yogurt's fat content actually helps you lose weight? Not only does this healthy fat contribute to curbing sugar cravings, also, the probiotic bacteria in Greek oats yogurt has an effect on how fats are metabolized and absorbed by the body. So don't forget to pack a Greek oats yogurt for a snack today. For more information, visit GreekOatsYogurt.com and AnnaLuke.com. 
Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. The search is over. The Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, is your connection to tens of thousands of people waiting to hear your empowering message, waiting to choose your product or service. Dr. Pat's goal is to connect you with the people that want high-quality products and services created with love for humanity and the earth. Products and services like yours. Be the business that joins the buzz. The Dr. Pat Show Buzz. The buzz of talk radio to thrive by. Connect with people that value conscious living and mindful thinking. Living life full out. Have your business be identified with this powerful and inspiring show. Join the buzz. Be the buzz. Let the Dr. Pat Show talk radio to thrive by. Be the conduit to those who would benefit most from your services. To sponsor the Dr. Pat Show, call Dr. Pat at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Let our success be your success. is a perfect time to learn Tai Chi and Qigong. These ancient Chinese healing arts, also called mind-body practice, are simple to learn, clinically proven to be effective, and can be practiced by anyone, anywhere, at any time. For 10 years, the Institute of Integral Qigong and Tai Chi has been a respected leader in mind-body practice training. Visit iiqtc.org. Empower yourself, empower others. Visit iiqtc.org for more information on mind-body practice. iiqtc.org. Nishama Living, where your optimal health begins with awareness, grows with knowledge, flourishes with proactive solutions, and is practiced as a way of life. Nishama Living is dedicated to wholeness of body, mind, and spirit. The Nishama Living Hour is coming to the Dr. Pat Show. Get ready to regain your natural balance, take control of your health and vitality, and build your foundation for wellness with Nishama Living on the Dr. Pat Show. everyone welcome back to the dr pat show this is talk radio to thrive by and for more information about fibromyalgia and about the what's going on there especially what uh, dr beck has also uh, been able to share you can go to the website nofibro.com that's k-n-o-w fibro.com uh and dr beck we actually have a caller on the line i would love to bring our caller on i'm not sure who it is at this time but benny let me kick it back to you sounds good thanks pat and we have sonia now calling in from seattle she just wanted to offer some uh, uh some information to us as a great resource for my fibromyalgia if i get my words right so sonia welcome to the dr pat show hi sonia Good morning. Good morning. I just wanted to um, plug a wonderful store I discovered in Bothell. It's right in uh, Country Village on the Bothell-Everett Highway. That is the center of the universe, by the way. I just wanted to tell you. Okay. (laughs) It's called O'Malley and Potter Feel Good Products. And Mm. the owner has fibromyalgia, and she was able to treat herself 
um, by studying aromatherapy and developing her own line of lotions and potions using essential oils. And she sells all her products there, and she's just a great resource. And she's just great to talk to, very, very knowledgeable about different different things you can try, not just for fibromyalgia, but for all kinds of pain. Mm. Cool. Yeah, so I just want to put that out there. Dr. Beck, what do you think of that? I mean, here we have another story, uh, another individual that's gone the journey and uh, has decided, well, I'm going to share what I've discovered and has created some ways for people to get relief. Well, since we now know that fibromyalgia is occurring in the brain and the central nervous system, that means that a whole range of different phenomena are going to impact that neural structure, and we're still not sure what it is. But we do know that also things like aromas interact with our brain functioning in ways that actually can change the structure of the brain. So as I said, whatever works for you, as long as it's not harmful. And by the way, if you look at a lot of the crackpot websites, there are things that are potentially devastating to your body. So don't just take anybody's advice and, like, stuff aluminum foil up your nose or whatever they tell you to do. But if somebody's got uh, something that's working for them and it's there's no harm to it, go ahead and try it. Try everything. Mm-hmm. And I love that she's got a whole story devoted to that. I want to ask you, because we touched upon this a little bit earlier, I wanted to ask you, uh, and thank you, Sonia, thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. I-, I wanted to ask you about food, and we just briefly touched upon it, but we're mm-hmm. learning so much now about food and the kinds of foods that you know either feed the pain, you know what I'm saying, fuel right. the pain, or mm-hmm. uh, put the fire out. And right. I wanted to know what you discovered along the way. Well, again, I, I have to uh, reemphasize that my doctorate is in sociology. I'm not a medical doctor, but um, it just goes without saying, I think, that being as healthy as possible is going to help your body no matter whether you've got fibromyalgia or not. That said, I noticed that my body gravitated towards certain foods and away from others. I get much, much worse symptoms when I eat things with wheat. I get yeah. better when I eat lots of green leafy vegetables and cherries. They just found out that cherries are really chemically good for inflammation. I've known for years that when I eat them, I simply feel better. So definitely there's a nutritional component, and we should all be sort of, again, eat something and then see how you feel. If it feels bad, try going without it. See if you feel better. And each fibromyalgia patient I've talked to has kind of a little um, menu of things that are best for her or him. Do you find that to be true as well? Absolutely. I mean, I think for me that um, I know when I do something, I pay for it the next day, if not almost more immediately. Um, but I've learned that over time. I mean, I love that I, w- I do the show that I do because every guest, every caller like Sonia that calls in, I think we all learn from it. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've actually scratched the surface no. with the issues around wheat and high fructose corn syrup. No, I don't think so either. That's another thing we've heard is that corn, and which is in almost everything, including things like, you know, medicine tablets. It's used as a filler for almost anything. And I've heard several people who have come to our workshop say that that was, taking out corn was really fundamental to them getting better. Absolutely. There's no question about that. And then there's the myth around, well, if I take all these things out, there's nothing left. That's such a, that's such a 
doesn't even work anymore um, because you discover a whole new world, a whole new way of eating. I mean, isn't that what you've discovered as well? I, I have, and I, I actually live almost entirely on smoothies with tons of fruits and vegetables and nuts. And mm -hmm. you'd think that might sound boring, but it makes me feel good, and I love it. It's, I mean, your body knows what's good for it, and what's good for it ultimately is the most pleasurable thing you can do. So I think we just have all these wonderful instincts that are telling us, this feels good, do that. And you're right, we haven't scratched the surface in terms of research, so be your own best advocate again. Well, it's really interesting because I discovered sort of uh, I have a more difficult time than most with greens. And greens, like you said, leafy green vegetables. Mm -hmm. So what I decided to do with them, I pulled out my old food processor that's still very current. And what I do now is I've been able to create, take all greens like chard and throw some fennel in there and some apples and some other things. And all of a sudden now I have either a drink if I want it or a cold soup that tastes really good and you know we're learning things like agave are great ways to sweeten yeah uh but it's like anything you have to make sure you get the good agave and we talked about this yesterday as well yep for people listening to the show i i want to just recap uh, a few things i mean there are some myths that we've we've talked about and pretty much exercise is the big one we also talked about sleep but what are some tips around sleeping what have you learned along the way? Because if we're not sleeping, it is just not happening here. Yeah, exactly. Sleep is so fundamental. When I was a kid, I would, just, I would tell my parents, I'm just not, I'm so tired, I'm not sleeping. And what my mother would always say is, nobody ever died of not sleeping. Well, wrong. <laughs> you People will die of not sleeping if they can't sleep for a long enough period. And I think a lot of people with fibromyalgia come close. For me, I found two things. Number one really intense exercise that breaks down muscle seems to kickstart the sleep process in my brain. Number two, my brain can forget how to sleep, say when I'm traveling a lot and I have jet lag, and I will use, I experimented with, with my doctor until I found a medication that pilots use to help reset their biological clocks when they're traveling, and it works beautifully for me. For other people, it might not, but I will do just about anything to get good sleep because that is the basis on which all the other health measures are built. So after all is said and done, we then sort of move to um, what many people have heard much about these days and very few people know how to manage, and that's stress. Oh, yeah. Well, let's start a conversation that will probably go into the next segment. <laughs> But I remember a time, I'm probably dating myself, Dr. Beck, but I remember a time when I was in Human Resources in corporate America and the, the word stress was just starting to be used, right? I remember every executive on the table, everybody, you know, stress. Are you telling me that people are affected by stress? I mean, what are you talking about? People yeah, just need to put their heads down and do their jobs. Yeah. Okay, so fast forward, and actually this was not that long ago. Fast forward now, and it's almost like you cannot have a show like this without talking about stress. Of course you can't, because stress is fundamental to any breakdown of the body and the emotional system. I mean, it is, it's the number one thing that destroys our health, and they've found that all kinds of ways. You know, stress decreases immune response, it increases inflammation, and increases um, 
tendencies toward degenerative disease. It keeps stress hormones high in the blood, keep all kinds of bad things happening. So it, it, it's amazing, isn't it, that in our lifetime it's gone from being uh, considered absurd to being so central. But, boy, if you have fibromyalgia, you know that stress exacerbates your symptoms and that you need ways to actively reduce stress in every area of your life. And now, I want to go back to uh, something uh, that you said earlier. I know you said you were studying at Harvard, and one of the one of the most incredible people that early writer about stress and otherwise uh, has been Herbert Benson, Dr. Herbert Benson, mm-hmm. and did his work at Harvard. As a matter of fact, I think he came up with the rela- relaxation response yeah, and then much more. I mean, he's the guy that actually drew the picture out about the brain and all yep. the connections in the brain, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, his work is very, no one talks about it. I think there's like a handful of us that like have the like have his book right right um but his work was so groundbreaking back then and people seem to have piggyback off of it yeah and i want to take us back to that particular body of work and what you've discovered about relaxation well he just found out that there is basically um think of a toggle switch in your body that changes um the dominance of your I call it the rest and relax system, the parasympathetic nervous system, versus the fight or flight, which is the sympathetic nervous system. So think about your fight or flight switch being on, and then your rest and relax switch is off. If you're in that condition, which most of us are almost all the time, it's going to create tremendous pressure on every system of your body and mind, and whatever the weak link is for you, it's going to break. Learn to switch over to the rest and relax, which is what he called the relaxation response. It changes a whole lot of hormones. It changes your muscle consistency, your brain waves. Everything changes. So inducing a relaxation response was his big focus, and it's where so many people, as you said, have piggybacked on his work. Well, and it's magnificent breakthrough work. When we come back, we'll be talking more with Dr. Beck about what it means to be managing stress, where it shows up, what the good stress is, and what the and and what the rest is as well. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And beyond all of that, how do we reframe our lives? What about these thoughts? What about these beliefs? What role do they play? And what has Dr. Beck learned and is sharing with people around the globe? We'll be right back. parents who value quality natural nutrition wellness natural food for dogs and cats offers an ideal nutritional balance of carefully chosen authentic ingredients in every recipe true wellness means every ingredient has a purpose and you can trust the quality of all the ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl to learn more about the difference wellness pet food can make and to locate a pet specialty retailer near you go to wellnesspetfood.com that's wellnesspetfood.com wellness natural food for pets this is where true wellness begins unlock your Divine power and become the true master of your life with visionary clairvoyant Carrie O'Connor every Monday at 10 a.m. on the Dr. Pat Show. Using her extraordinary connection with spirit, Carrie can energetically view your true inner blueprint and guide you to your soul's highest purpose. Explore your personal connection to your authentic self and let your spirit soar as it was truly meant to. That's the Carrie O'Connor Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific. 11 p.m. Eastern on the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. 
Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. How would you like increased health and vitality? Would you like relief from acute or chronic health issues? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? Would you like relief from allergy, weight, and digestive issues? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural technique. Whether you seek relief from health issues or desire to live at your optimum health and vitality, contact reflex analysis is a profound method which detects imbalances at a subclinical level, restoring health issues before they arise while increasing vitality and longevity. Discover CRA. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Every day we're moving toward wellness or away from wellness. I'd like to be your partner in achieving your optimal health and well-being. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Invest in your life. Indigo Fusion Spa and Gallery. Offering regular meditation classes, spiritually conscious art, holistic healing services, and classes in spiritual development and holistic wellness. This unique spa is located in Seattle's University District. For more information, visit us online at www.indigofusionsg.com. That's indigofusionsg.com. back everyone hey welcome back to the dr pat show this is talk radio to thrive by and i've got dr martha beck joining us here today the website if you want to know more about fibromyalgia just go to nofibro.com that's k-n-o-w fibro.com uh and there's free downloads here and much more um dr beck thank you for joining us here today there is one of the other um, myths that you have in the book and the facts the truth it's about thinking and i wanted to you know, have you addressed this? This is so critical, really, in so many ways. Mm-hmm. The the myth or the untruth is the thoughts you process don't affect how you feel. That's number mm-hmm. one. And then there's a fact that goes with that. Let's talk about that for a minute. Let's talk about your personal journey and how you discovered this. Right. Well, all you have to do is um, tell me what what you're most worried about. You know, what you worry about most late at night, for some people it's the bills, for some people it's their health, for some people it's your spouse or your job or something. Um, But just start thinking about that and notice what your body does. You know, get to the state where you're most panicky and just notice what happens in your body. Um, Most people, if they do that just listening to the show, can already start to feel themselves tense up. Maybe their throat clenches, their jaw, and see a lot of tension in the body. And then if I say, uh, think about the most relaxing and joyful thing in your life, like walking with your dog or playing with your grandchildren or just something that's very simple pleasure, and really go there in your mind and drop the other thought, you can almost immediately feel a softening and a relaxation in the body. And so the only thing that was different there were two different thoughts. That was it. You were the same person sitting in the same chair. You just thought different thoughts, and it has a dramatic effect on your body. And just think about how you're processing your thoughts 24 hours a day, most of us are worried most of the time. And to learn to not spend time in thoughts that cause pain is, for me, the single thing I did 
that has given me back my life. And we've learned a lot about thinking and a lot about, you know, how to manifest what we truly desire. Some people believe that, you know, our thoughts can pretty much manage so much of what goes in our bodies physically. And, and, and in a lot of ways, there are folks that actually, you know, will say that we can heal ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, there are people that have targeted their thoughts at cancer cells, so to speak. I mean, we hear stories like this more and more now. Yeah. Uh, you know, when all was said and done and everybody thought they were going to die in a week, they decided to, you know, literally zap their cancer cells, so to mm -hmm. speak. What do you think is now, given everything we know and the work that you do, what do you think now uh, the greatest challenge might be? Because the cat's out, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, we literally are having a conversation like this. And uh -huh. whether it's fibromyalgia or rheumatoid arthritis or lupus or Lyme disease or MS, it doesn't matter. There's a new level of conversation. Yeah. And so if you and I are having this new level of conversation, then why isn't the world picking it up? Well, we still really, you can sit and think peaceful thoughts and someone can still come and hit you with a baseball bat. And the, that person might say, see, my baseball bat trumps your thinking. But over the long term, if you are continuously adjusting your thoughts so that you are not, in effect, beating yourself with a baseball bat all the time, you will become much healthier. It's just a more subtle process. And it needs to go along with the physical instead of replacing it. So to think that you can just work a miracle by sitting and thinking and not doing the things that make you that you you feel sort of motivated to do, like I I could sit and think I can heal myself, but then eat stuff that I know makes me feel awful, and I'm basically overriding the mental with the physical. So it's more a matter of going deep within finding what you know is right, what feels peaceful to you, going into that state of relaxation, and then saying from within that, what feels right now in terms of my thinking and my actions? And if your thinking and your actions are lined up and they're both coming from a place that is peaceful and grateful and appreciative, they can actually do brain studies and show that the structure of your brain will change in a way that makes it more likely for you to feel good. So it, it's got to be a marriage of these things. But you're right. There's a whole realm. The body-mind reality is something we're just beginning to explore. And people should definitely go ahead of pure medical science and, and study their stressful thoughts and get rid of them. Well, and one of the things that I love about what you're doing, and, and again, let's talk about your you know, your travels, your travels around the country mm -hmm. and what your vision and your goal is. I mean, definitely you're coming to Seattle. But, you know, you're at a different place right now. Mm -hmm. Every audience is different, right. don't you think? Yeah. Well, yes and no. I mean, I just, I got back I'm, uh, much further than, than the U.S. I just got back from Rwanda where there's an enormous amount of suffering, as you might guess. And and 30% of the cases that go to, the, uh, to an actual hospital are psychiatric. So there's tremendous amounts of stress and, and mental strain there. And it's showing up physically in many ways. And guess what? I can sit with someone from an African village who's never had clean running water, and they have the same types of stress and the same types of pain that I do. So really there's a universal commonality in this, in the way stress affects us. And as we start to have this conversation about what's causing pain and how can we stop it and finding, exploring all the options, we're sort of learning how humanity can live a better way. 
can have less pain, have less suffering. And so it's not just about fibromyalgia for me. It's about all forms of human suffering and how we're learning to to direct our thinking, direct our research, and direct our behavior in ways that cause less stress, less pain, less disease in pretty much every way. Mm. Uh, you know, this has been uh, a great conversation, and I want to thank you for joining us here today because, you know, who better than someone like yourself that has gone along the road and has spent 30 years of this figuring out every twist, turn, you know, nook and cranny to get to the place where, first of all, we have national recognition that it does exist, and secondly, to have solutions that you are so willing to provide or help people discover. So thank you so much for joining thank us today. Thank you. And best of luck with everything. And let's make sure, let's give out your website and also let people know what is available on the website for them. Sure. Uh, the website is nofibro, that's K-N-O-W-F-I-B-R-O.com. And um, what's available is all the latest research uh, in terms of medicine, in terms of psychiatric discoveries, um, different treatment options, stories, my stories there, tips for management, stories from other people. Um, and a community of people that you can get to without having to drag your achy body out of the door. You know, you can just go and click this website and find the information and the companionship that you and I could have used, you know, 20 years ago, but we didn't mm-hmm. have the Internet, so use it. Oh, yeah, it's great. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Martha Beck, everybody, joining Thank me you. here today. Uh, make sure you go to the website, find out where she's going to be, check it out, and... Um, get some relief for yourselves. I want to thank everybody for tuning us in and turning us on. I want to just give you a little bit of information. For those of you that already signed up for the newsletter, we appreciate that, and we promise to make sure to keep you on the leading edge of what's happening, download free articles, events, and much more. For those of you that want to become part of our newsletter, make sure you go to our website, drpatlive.com drpatlive.com or go to the drpatshow.com lots going on here we've got lots to share over the next couple of weeks with you and I want to just mention we have got Sue Storm the angel lady coming up next and so lots of angels lots of healing we're going to be opening up those phone lines right away for everyone and so get everybody connected so that all of us can live life full out. I want to thank you for tuning us in and turning us on. I want to thank Benny and Valerie for all of the button pushing they do all too well. And I want to remind everyone that take a moment, think about someone in your life that you can help. Whatever that is, a smile, something that you send their way, a friendly email, a check-in, pick up the phone and call. That's part of what we do on the Dr. Pat Show, to pay joy forward so let's do it together everybody let's take a short break and we'll be right back with the show